0: All right, welcome everyone to another Talking Ball Y'all Picayune post-game podcast. I'm David Burnett, joined by Ricky Whitaker, following Picayune's 28-3 victory over Brookhaven Panthers. This was a second-round matchup here at Lee Triplett Stadium. Brookhaven won a toss, deferred to, to the second half, so Picayune received the ball. Ricky, set us up from the, from the opening kickoff.
1: Yeah, so we we took the ball and putting our offense on the on the field was was really good for them. I think that was important. So I was glad that we were able to do that. And you know we started out just looking phenomenal. Three plays, three first downs. Two of those were from Dante Dawdell. Uh, one of those were from Chris Davis. And you know we get all the way down inside the red zone. But Dave, we found ourselves in a fourth and two situation, and we used to convert those, but we didn't. Brookhaven's defense held us. So uh, we did a turnover on downs. Brookhaven gets the ball back, and on their first drive. Kind of similar to ours, Uh, they ended up moving the football on us pretty well. But a big sack by Birdman makes it 4th and 10 for them. And uh, Kyler King breaks up the pass on 4th down. And we ended up taking the ball back over on downs from them. So very similar starts, Uh, both offenses moving the ball pretty well. But both defenses bending but not breaking. And that was really how the game started out. We came back with our second drive. Uh, Delay a game, back us up a little bit. Um, Dawson Underwood connects with Chris Conti on that drive day for just a beautiful pass to bring us down inside the 20 yard line. And we're at third and seven uh, at that point after a couple of runs get stuffed. And Noah Carter, reliable, he comes and picks it up on a reverse. And um, we're down uh, to about the five yard line. So Dante Doddell, he goes in uh, the next play on a five yard touchdown. And that ends what was a pretty good eight play 65 yard drive. Pick you and Dave, and we go up seven and nothing. So it's Brookhaven's turn again, their first drive at the second quarter. Uh, they fumbled on their first play, that set them back a little bit. They could not convert a third down, uh, but did put another good drive together and ended up uh, settling for a field goal. So it's seven and three at that point. So we come back, uh, we're set up at, with really with a fourth down again, and uh, Dante gets stuffed, so we had to turn it over again to those guys. So. We come back to Brookhaven's second play, or I'm sorry, second drive of the second quarter, and this was really kind of a turning point for us from momentum and just energy. Everything started to shift a little bit. Uh, it was another third and eight for them. We had some great coverage by Josiah Conti, and um, they ended up picking up the first down. Um, a couple plays later, Dave, they find themselves in a in a third and long again. They have to punt. The punter, um, the ball goes over his head and and we end up recovering it so we're in there you know inside the red zone again with just a couple minutes left in the half so dante goes in again from six yards out it's 14 to three at that point and again it was a big momentum uh changer for us and just kind of looking at the first half as a as a whole dave i mean picking ran 27 plays very similar to what we did last week against hattiesburg brookhaven had only ran 18 uh, mentioned that the defense had been but not broken and um Birdman had two sacks uh, and happy birthday to him. That was a really good gift for him. And, you know, the, the fumble recovery by Tyson, that was
0: really some of the, the big plays. Yeah, the big plays, um, we, talk, we We kind of mentioned it in a preview. We, we, we never mentioned special teams and a uh, big special teams moment there in the uh, first half. A bad snap goes over the punter's head, and we're lucky to get it right there because, at that point ricky he gets a good pump i'm not sure the tide have enough time to get down there and score before the half so that was really big momentum shift in the game and i thought it really really kept the tide you know going in to the half like you know feeling good i mean you, you got um going in up 14 to three um that and then the turnover that uh we got there tyrell mcgill had picked it up and uh ran that in ran that almost got down there and uh couldn't quite uh score on it number uh I think number one the quarterback hawked him down real shifty guy I thought I thought Brookhaven moved the ball well in the first half they were doing a lot of zone reads um having a lot of success up up the middle um and number 97 came to play for most of the, most of the first half there Ricky I mean there was one series there I think it was uh right before the half maybe he, he he uh there was four plays where he was in every play and uh the, the big thing was we couldn't convert a fourth down um we had we we were 0 for 2 and I asked coach Stogner about that in the interview that we got with him and uh it was big and I thought the biggest one was not the one where we almost scored down there and and you know Noah I thought Noah had it on film it looks like he dives and gets that fourth down but the big one was that oh, we were right out there at midfield Ricky and um the defense to stop Brookhaven after they've been able to successfully move the ball. To me, that was huge. First half defense came to play. They played all night, phenomenal. Hats off to that crew, and especially in the first half. But um, I don't know if you want to add anything to those. You know what? What you've seen in the first half. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think that you said it. You know, number ninety-seven was he was for real, and he was wreaking havoc. You know, we were getting success running, really just a lot of sweeps, a lot of power of football, getting to the outside. Uh, Dante and Chris both were doing a nice job of, of finding a, uh, a quick lane and then cutting inside or going outside when they needed to. But we didn't have anything up the middle. Uh, 97 was that was his house and and uh, I thought our offensive line, you know, was was struggling struggling a little bit. But um, man, I just think that the defense really bailed us out most of the first half. Again, it was that whole bend and not break thing. And you know, you, you look at the third quarter, Dave, and we'll go to that. This is really what to me was uh, the defining moment of this game. I mean, again, it's 14 to three. We come out in the third quarter and, you know, we put a drive together, Dave, that, that goes into the fourth quarter. So Brookhaven starts out with the ball. And, you know, again, we come in, uh, they made a few plays. We got a big stop. Um, we had a Tyrell McGill uh, fumble, fumble recovery there uh, that gave us the ball back. And, and we go 16 plays uh, after that. And that's that, you know, all of the third quarter, Uh, into the fourth quarter a lot of big deals and 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 i'll I'll mention this because this is pretty important to me we picked up a big third and seven but not just that one time we picked up four big third down plays on that drive to keep drives going and had a 30-yard td run by dante that was called back from holding but It really didn't hurt us, it kind of helped us a little bit, because it just brought us back, and it burned more clock out. So we go uh, into the fourth quarter, it's third and four, Uh, we didn't convert. We go for it on fourth and one, and that was one of the few fourth and ones that we did pick up on, and it was a big one. So it was a quarterback sneak by Dawson Underwood, that made it 21 to three. And you know we're in the fourth quarter at this point. So things are starting to turn a little bit. Our defense uh, made some more plays, got some more stops. Uh, we had one more touchdown from uh, from Dante to make it 28-3, to and, you know, the damage was done. I mean, we ended up pulling one out, and it was a big win for us. I thought that team was a really good team. A lot of athletes. We talked about their quarterback, uh, how well they played and tackled on defense. Um, boy, this one looked, as we've said in our pregame stuff, Brooke Cabin was just kind of a, an odd team to look at. It, it looked at times that we were in total control, and then at times you were kind of holding your breath. Uh, because you didn't know. I mean, it looks like it could have got away from you and went the other direction, but um, hats off to our offensive line for really hanging in there and and, and getting holes and continuing to keep drives going, just like they did last week. And they did that again tonight, and boy, our defense to really pitch a shutout. I mean, three points, they didn't give up any touchdowns. Um, They bent a few times in the first half, but never broke. In the second half, they dominated.
0: Yeah, and, and and I think it took him a little while to adjust to that zone read. I and I mentioned to you um, that zone read has been a killer for Pick Union in the past. Um, this was probably one of the best games I've seen us handle that type of play, especially with a quarterback as talented as the uh, the kid was for uh, Ross was for uh, for Brookhaven, and um, I thought the second half was just. I I told you I, when we come out, I said if Brookhaven doesn't score right here then I think we can we can, we can can break them. And that's exactly what Picayune did. It came back and out, me and you talked about it on the sideline going, Dante's touchdown getting called back was not the worst thing that could happen. I mean, it allowed Picayune to just grind and grind and grind. And that that right there was just demoralizing it. And I don't know if you noticed, Ricky, but that also led to us getting a couple of quick quarterback keeps right there in the game. I seen one of them, I don't even know if it was a called quarterback uh 97 standing up and he's trying to get the line and we're snapping the ball you know and that, that those things like there when you can hold the defense on the field for that amount of time you start causing mental breakdowns so they weren't lining up and it was a heads-up play from underwood to get a snap off you know so um he was able to get a, a we he got a quarterback sneak for a touchdown um it was just all-around game, I thought played phenomenal. The defense came to play, and and that's what it's going to take, Ricky. I mean, if you when you get through the playoffs, you got to have defense. So for Piquion to come in here and hold uh, Brookhaven to three is uh, that kind of lets everybody know, hey, we we don't just play off, you know, we don't don't just have an offense this year. We have a defense. Yeah, and I think even with that, Dave, you know, it's a twenty-eight to three win.
1: There's plenty of things to take away from this game that we could fix. And, you know, number one, we, we had four penalties, and I don't think Brookhaven had one. So we can't do that. Um, you know, we've got to fix those things because you get into, you know, we're deep into the playoffs now, and um, you can't beat good teams uh, with penalties and, and stalling out drives and calling back touchdowns. You can't do that. Another thing that, that we didn't do well, that we've done well all year, and, and I mentioned this earlier, is we've converted on those fourth downs. Uh, we were we were one for three tonight on fourth down, and that's not it's not good for us to do that. And and really, Dave, I, I believe that Brookhaven converted more fourth downs than, than we did. And there were there were a few situations where they had fourth and long, and that that quarterback that you mentioned would drop back, and everyone's in coverage, and he would just find a hole and he would zip through. um You know, we got to be real careful with that. We got to be able to stop those types of things. Again, you know, we're we're trying to play for a a bigger game than just the game tonight and those are things that we got to get better at
0: yeah and and most um what helped brookhaven i think was with the, the drive they scored on i think we had a crazy uh defensive penalty it was a defensive like a illegal block on the defense um defensive chop block and that's what led to their field goal they got a 15 yard penalty in that drive and that's what got them down there and then in the the opening drive for them in the second half, Ricky. We had the out of bounds, unsportsmanlike penalty that on Picune. They drove the kid yeah. out, and then I think what it got him was they kind of pushed him at the end. They yeah. should have just let up. Those types of things cannot happen. As um, I'm just finding out that Laurel did win um, 30 to 20 over West Jones. So Laurel will come here. It's a good thing for me and you, Ricky. We don't have to travel. We get the home game. Um, but Laurel looks dangerous, uh, which. We'll get more into them in the preview episode uh, coming up next week. But um, you, those, those types of plays, the, the defensive chop and the out-of-bounds, it's mainly the out-of-bounds on sportsmen, if we're going to try to win South State, those type of plays we cannot make. And, uh, and going back to the fourth down right there in the first quarter um, on the opening drive, coach stogner told us i mean i think he may have said it in my interview or he was telling somebody else in their interview he should have took the points there he really shouldn't have and and he just couldn't believe i mean he was just so proud of his defense for belling him out there and um and, that, and that's coaching you know learning you know he's he's second year so those types of things right there he's thinking well we're going to get that two yards and uh just come up short whereas you know hindsight's always you know better after the fact but you can you know he should have took the three but all in all man i am very pleased with the way picking played um what what wasn't getting the long runs but that's kind of good to see because now 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 they can see that hey dante's not always going to run 50 yards chris is not always going to run 70 yards so now we got to we got to work and uh so it's going to be tough, tough, tough next week. As it always gets tougher throughout the playoffs. So I see a lot of good things that we did this game. That a lot of people are going to be a little frustrated with. Like um, I love the fifteen. Was it fifteen plays, Ricky? I, I mean, sixty play drive. 60, yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, that that's that, those types of things in the playoffs are just demoralizing to the defense. Yeah.
1: No. I as we mentioned, yeah, you know, we got some things that were good, some things to work on, and um, once
0: you run through the stats for us. Yeah. Let's see. We. Um, Dowdell had 30 carries and I believe that's the most carries he's had in any game, Ricky. Um, I don't have that in front of me, but I'm almost positive. I haven't called out 30 carries all year. I think maybe 29, 28 yeah. or 29 might yeah. have been his so most. Thir- yeah. So he had 31 for 168 and uh three touchdowns. He did have the big the long touch the uh the last right before his last touchdown, he did have about a 40 yard carry right there. Um and then Davis only had seven carries for 48 yards. Darnell, as you mentioned earlier in the game, we did not try to run up the middle very much. He only had three carries, and that's that's probably his lowest uh, carries of the season. And uh, he only had eight yards. And uh, uh, Noah Carter had two carries for uh, 14 yards, but he also had a called a reception. That was a big, big catch that Noah had for 10 yards on, uh, it was either third or fourth down there. And then um, Dawson Underwood had four carries for 12 yards and a touchdown. He was also two for two for 38 yards through the air, and uh, you mentioned Conti with the big reception um, for 28 yards on a really underthrown ball that Dawson had, and he came back and uh, made a great play on it. Um, it was defended very well, and uh, made a great play right there. And uh, we still haven't had to pass. I mean, we still and, and what I liked about that, Ricky. I mean, I, we didn't. We haven't panicked. You know, that that, that game right there. Coach Stogner and them could have panicked a little bit because we weren't getting those big plays, but he still played his game. So for me, that's a win right there. That you know the coaching staff didn't didn't feel like they had to get out of their comfort zone. So um, so we'll move on and we'll play Laurel here at Lee Triplet and uh, Ricky. I mean, your final thoughts on the game? Yeah, just glad that um, you know we got the W tonight, and
1: and you know even more happy that you know we got South State in Pecune. That's that's pretty awesome. So uh, looking forward to that next week. Looking forward to taking a look at closer at this Laurel team, and we know they're going to be a good team. And man, one one game away after Friday night, man to going uh, going back to the Rock. So uh, this is pretty crazy. Uh, really exciting time.
0: Who'd you get on your interviews, Ricky?
1: So I had tonight. I had uh, Coach Hayden uh, and I had Birdman as well. So I kind of did a, a, a two for one. Um, mentioned, you know, it was his birthday. He had a pretty pretty big game, man, uh, for us. A lot of tackles, a couple of sacks, and uh, it's hard not to get Coach Hayden. Man, when you you know, only defense only gives it three points,
0: so that was uh, my interviews in the night. And you got uh, Coach, Coach Stogner. Coach Stagner, and I got a five for one, Ricky. I got all five offensive linemen at the same time. I thought it was a great interview. Um, the energy. I know it wasn't particularly their best night. But they've deserved that all season long. I thought uh, I thought we could have done this before, and I've had the idea to do it. And uh, with us not knowing after the game if we were going to play at home next week, I really wanted to do it because it's a little bit easier to get those types of interviews at home, especially when you're trying to get five kids at once. And it's a really good interview. You want to catch that at the end. I got all five of them, and I thought it was great. So, well, here I am thinking I got a, a good you
1: know, two for one. You got a five for one, so that's, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I had to outdo you, Ricky, at least at, at something uh, – but, Ricky, um, that's going to do it here at Lee Triplet Tide move on to the South State, uh, 28-3 victory over Brookhaven. And I want to thank everyone for listening and thank our sponsors. Um, y'all have been phenomenal. We've been having great feedback. And uh, keep on listening. And we'll, if we keep on winning, we'll keep putting them out. So thanks again. And uh, see you later. If you're looking for
1: granite, quartz, quartzite, or marble, Come see Angela Burmaster at Exotic Stones, located at 6,985 Highway 11 North in Carrier, Mississippi, or at their brand new showroom located at 1171 Highway 90 in Bay St. Louis. Angela and her staff will help you select the perfect color scheme and will fabricate and install any residential or commercial project that you have. Angela's low prices and personal touch can't be beat. Also. Mention the Talking Ball podcast, and Angela will throw in a free sync with your installation. For the carrier location, call 601-798-4334. Or, for the Bay St. Louis showroom, call 228-344-3003.
0: All right, I'm here with the whole offensive line tonight after a 28-3 victory over Brookhaven. Moving on to South State, I'm going to let them announce who they are right quick. Uh, who we got right here? Isaiah Evans. What position you play, Isaiah? I play right tackle. Peyton Wells, big left guard. Gabe Chibodeau, left tackle. Quinn Hanks, right guard. Ryan Pascal, center. All right, so you guys, this was probably the most difficult game y'all have had up front. Uh, 97 was uh, pretty tough right there in the middle. Uh, Caleb Williams, a big guy, 300-something uh, pound guy. Y'all ended the night with 250 yards. Um, tell us... Uh, Peyton, I'm going to start with you. Tell us what uh, y'all had to do uh, with that uh, defensive line. Well, we had, we had problems all night. All week, we knew it was going to be a, uh, a tough battle all night. But we st- stick with our coaching, use our angles, and came out on top. Yeah, and Ryan, uh, was he mo- mostly lined up on you all night? Yes, sir, he was on me and my guards. We had to double team in most of the night. I mean, we knew it was going to be hard, just like Peyton said. And how you feel y'all did tonight, Quinn?
1: Man, we could do better as a unit, as a team, all together. We could do better.
0: Hey, how y'all, uh, Isaiah, man, we it was really tough running tonight, so uh, how you think y'all going to have to do next week? We don't know who we play yet, but we're moving on next week. What do you think? Uh, just work a little bit better on fundamentals, uh, stepping, stepping with our inside foot, keeping the flat back, you know, blocking through the whistle. And give your take on the game. I think we had a heck of a game, and I'm ready to push that sled on Monday. Yeah, yeah. How's, that's what I was gonna say. How's it feel to push that sled on Monday? Hey, we're gonna to see, see. Hey, yes, sir. Gonna see. hey, thanks guys, and good hey, luck you. next week in uh, South State. The labor and delivery unit at
1: Highland Community Hospital is proud to welcome new babies and support growing families in our community. Our qualified caring staff, along with state-of-the-art technology, make Highland Community Hospital a wonderful place to welcome your new baby. So call 601-358-9422 to schedule your appointment today or visit highlandch.com forward slash here for you. I got Coach Seth Hayden. Coach, congratulations. You guys are South State bound. Best news is it's gonna be here during Thanksgiving. That's okay, right? Coach, 28-3, this team looked pretty dangerous on film. They showed that tonight. The first half, defense was bending. They never did break. The second half, they were dominating. Talk about your defense's performance tonight. I mean, the guys just executed the game plan to perfection. That's all it is. Uh, I give them all the credit. They made every single tackle. They made the plays that they were supposed to. They got us lined up when we were supposed to get lined up in certain formations. I mean, they just executed the game plan to perfection. I'm so proud of those boys, man. They deserve this. But we got one more game. We got one more, two more games. We got to go get two more games. Two more games. Got to finish it. That's it, coach. And, coach, just speak to your, your defensive line. Uh, just those guys were putting pressure on number one all night. We knew he was a great athlete. Talk yeah. a little bit about those guys yeah. and how they played. So, that front four, Jamonte Waller, uh, DeKivion Jones, Xavion Coleman, and JB McWilliams, they do a tremendous job of. Executing what we asked them to do, take on double teams, uh, fight off blocks, and getting pressure with four that allows us to drop seven back there and cover. And uh, man, that is doing a great job. So just hats off to those boys. I'm so proud of them. Congrats to you, coach. I'm going to try to grab Bird. I don't know where Bird's at. Hey, man, first off, happy birthday to you. How old mm-hmm, are you?
0: 19, I just turned 19 today. 19 to to today,
1: man. 19 today, one of our senior leaders on this defense, Bird. We've been saying it all year, man. You were the heart and soul of this defensive line. You make a big play that turns everything around. We saw him flapping the wings tonight, oh, like, yeah, man. man. That was awesome. Two sacks, a lot of tackles tonight. Talk to me about how this team played tonight. Oh right, man, we played real aggressive, man. We're trying, to, we're trying to go to state, man. We want to roll back to state. How does South State stay on right here at this house next Friday night? Oh, we at home. You know what that is, it's a dub. We don't lose at home. Awesome, man. Hey, we we are looking forward to seeing you back on the field next week, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy birthday. heck of a night, man. Good job, guys. Roll Tide. Johnson Farms and Meat Market features all Angus beef steaks for incredible flavor. They also serve cooked brisket and top-quality deli meats, including pork, beef, and chicken. Beef packages are available, too. Shop online at johnsonfarms.com. Or stop in at the corner of Highway 11 and North High and pick in. Picayune. Johnson Farms and Meat Market, where
0: quality beef begins. All right, I'm here with Coach Stodner uh, following the 28 to three victory over Brookhaven. They advanced to the South State Championship. Coach, congratulations on the victory. Very tough opponent there in Brookhaven. Their defensive line seemed to give us fits all night. Yeah, they they were big up front. What we what we thought about and. But you know we were able to get in some formations and get the ball moving, and our defense did a phenomenal job all night of getting the ball back to us. We put them in some tough situations there. You know we should have we should have got this touchdown here early. We, you know, I probably I, we probably should have kicked the field goal early right there and went ahead and took the points. But have a lot of faith in our offensive line to get it done, but also have a lot of faith in our defense that if we don't get it, we get the ball back. Yeah, I thought the second fourth down you 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 missed was the defense to stop that after that one was just huge, Cody. I thought that that really bailed us out there. And made a huge stop um, for us right there. Well, our defense—if you haven't—I mean, if you haven't noticed all year—they're really the heartbeat of this team. You know, these guys made plays after plays after plays, and it's just—you know—they've—they've they've kept us in a lot of ball games, and, and, and it shows. It makes our offense even better. To, uh, when you know, builds the confidence up when they can go out there knowing they can go out there and get those stops. So it's just a huge confidence booster. Well, coach, I don't know if we know who we're playing yet. Uh, I know Laurel was winning, and uh, if that holds true, we'll be here uh, next Friday. Um, Coach, I I interviewed the whole offensive line tonight, and uh, the one thing they said, they get to hit hit the sled Monday. Sled Monday, sled Monday, and we get to practice on Turkey Day. Ain't nothing like it. All right, congratulations, Coach, and good luck uh, next week. Thank you.